You're fine. Why am I Poe, though, out of this group? Kinsey would be Tigress. I would be Poe. Mariah? I liked the uh, grasshopper. I was going to say you'd be Mantis. It's not a grasshopper. That's what I meant. Why is that so funny, Kinsey? I was going to say monkey. Nothing. Mm. I just think it's funny how you pick, like, it's either, like, the coolest character like Joe or something, or you will pick a side character that is just a side character. That's just yeah, existing. Like it's the like, stoic face. I don't know how to describe it. Like you it's I think it's your Leo side drill rising. You'll pick like the strongest, coolest character, or you'll pick and this is not your Leo rising, the just chill bug. Like I didn't think about the bug that much. Bro, he's so important throughout the film. What do you mean? <laughs> I know he literally like saves fucking you know the the five when the bridge is falling. But I mean like like his vibe, like his personality. Like I'm not saying he didn't do anything. I'm just saying like he was. I didn't, I didn't remember him. You know what I'm saying? I, what I liked about him is he almost had a short man complex where like you know he's like take me seriously. I don't you know care if I'm the size of a bug. Important was the snake, Viper. I always had a crush on Viper. I know Viper was so sweet to Poe, and I always shipped him. Y'all want to know my toxic ship of this movie, even though we haven't yes. introduced it, or, or do I wait? No, you yes. already said it to share. Kenzie, Kenzie, who? No, I didn't say the toxic. That's are not a toxic sh- ship. You so nice. Either you're going to be shipping Tigress and Poe, or or Tigress and the Tai Lung. Yes. Tai- did you ship them? When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, because they were both cats. And in my head, I was like, look at it. A boy yeah, cat when, and a girl cat when facing I was off. Kid, when I was a kid, I did that for the exact same reason. <laughs> so I can't. I still feel the same way. I still feel the same way. It, it's a toxic ship. It's not like a, based on any sort of like, you know, personality, chemistry. They were just two cats in kung fu poses on a bridge. And she's like, how do you not know you're looking at her? And he's like, I know you're not. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Aw, man. Well, our banter went by so quick, but, you know, um, do you guys want to bring me in, or do I bring you in, or what happens? What do we do? Whenever whenever it's Kaylin's week, and and (laughs) she's waiting for us to bring her in, she's always all awkward about it. (laughs) It's a staple. Like, the natural way would just, for the conversation to die, and then Kinsey and I to realize, oh, the conversation has ended. We will bring in Kaylin. The Kaylin goes, The so problem what? is, is I has, noticed uh, we were already talking about yeah. the movie. That's my problem. I'm like, we should probably bring it in. We're already on the well, I was aware, but you didn't even give me a chance to bring it in, because you went from your toxic ship to going, well, uh, so, uh... <laughs> Well, you could have you could have so you could have been one beat ahead of my so um I, I bet can't if you go back so, and one Kaylin, audio you don't give a chance for anyone to butt in and two I can't see your face so I can't even see that you're like about to talk. Send me the so audio. I, yeah. no I, I, I bet you there's gonna be a gap long enough that you could have said um. No, can no. we need your body language. We do. And yeah, the body language broken, makes a difference. And you don't understand. Well, if somebody wants to come over and fix my web camera, I tried to have well, the tech guy from CIA try to fix it, and it won't work. Well, then we can't fix it. I'm not saying that that that's uh, there's nothing we can do about. It. I was just saying that it gets harder when it comes to butting into you because I can't see your body language. How, and, how about and this? I, 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 even though you took a pause, doesn't mean you're done talking. Because sometimes I take a pause and I'm not done talking. Right. But then, that's but then people insert, and then I'm like, well, I guess I was done talking. How about, how about I... Shut up. Shut up. When we're famous, I hope people make memes about us fighting. 
Like, okay. like, like little video sh- shorts of like. I could try to do audio descriptions. I could go, Kaylin no. is shrugging no. her shoulders no. and she's opening no. her mouth, no. getting prepared to speak, no. takes a breath in right before she says something, but it accidentally no. was a little too late. So she waits no. her turn. I just what? want you to be aware that that's why we couldn't tell if you were you think like blind people think that this is fair, Mariah. I'm I actually don't blind. know people are about to talk all the time. They need okay, audio. That's perfectly fine. Unfortunately, yes. If I was blind, I would. I would be my life, but I'm not currently blind. Um, and even if that was the case, I rely on my eyesight very much. I don't. It's a very need- abled privilege. No, I just don't need the audio <laughs> description during a. It's basically a. Fa- Welcome to post credit depression, where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation my name's kinsey and shit fuck you i didn't think about my fun fact because i was busy about the intro uh (laughs) my fun fun fact is that my favorite barbie movie is the nutcracker i was girl you looked at that horse in your closet (laughs) <laughs> i do that too when i draw like i look around the room my name is kaylin and my fun fact is my car insurance just this minute like on my email went down by 15 dollars because i have the drive safe discount and i don't drive anywhere can't get safer than that <laughs> can't get safer than that my name's mariah and my fun fact is that Hosier's new album came out today, and I'll be listening to it all day. I would like to file a complaint against Mariah. <laughs> I'll be suing her for saying that as her fun fact. All right, we'll mm. have to adjourn yeah. court for another day because uh, we're pretty booked up today, Kinsey. So um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will submit your claim. We'll hear back from you in about like you know uh, three to six months. I should have said that. Yeah, you should have. You had the first go around. Well. I was caught off guard because I wasn't the person who brought it in at the beginning. Sometimes I bring it up at the beginning and I have a great fun fact. I'm sorry we're all not perfect like you, Mariah. We only sorry. are episode 35, 38. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, you butthead. Get out of here. Isn't she a butthead? Yeah, she is. She's a butthead. Never. I'm gonna give her a butt sticker. Please don't. Or a butthead name tag. <laughs> what if this was all my forehead forever? You'd look like a big ass weirdo. You'd still be friends with me though, so it doesn't matter. No. That's yeah, a lie. Buttheads and weirdos. You guys Actually, are like that's exactly who you're friends with. <laughs> You know, guys, how rich we would get if we just sat down once a month, like how we commit to the podcast, and do D&D streaming, because you guys are fucking hilarious. Like, I don't know. It just the fights that would ensue. I just want to stream with Mariah and just get in fights there the whole time. <laughs> what perfect format when you guys are, like, trying to cross a bridge, and Kinsey's a centaur, and Mariah's a fairy, and she can fly, and Kinsey's like, it's not fucking yeah. fair. I will trip and hurt one of my horse legs. I want to play that game where like you guys are all tied together and we're moving and we like. <gasps> <I> just... <laughs> That'd be funny. 
Dean is kind of stupid because I was a centaur and I jumped off not that big of a cliff and he told me I broke one of my horse legs when I'm supposed to be a magical being centaur. I'm probably, I'm probably not going to operate the same way a regular horse would. I probably have like some sort of strength that could have let me jump off of a small cliff. Well, not only that, but like that was as soon as we entered whatever fucking dungeon he wanted us to enter. And I was like, bro, like, are you serious? Like, we're level one. Can you like have some sort of like warm up or something for someone who's never played before? You bastard. I was like, aren't I the biggest bitch here? Why did I? I was helping us get down the fucking cliff. Why did I break my leg? Yeah, that was stupid. Damn. You didn't realize how, how you take that one to the grave. Kaylin, what are you showing us and talking about? What am I showing you guys? Well, this week we are covering a masterpiece that focuses on an ordinary panda, Poe, and his journey to become the Dragon Warrior, aka Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) I'm very excited to see if you did any deep dives about this movie or if there's like something very deep you wanted to talk about yourself personally i get the story's meaning but i was hoping that you that maybe you looked up something i think it well i mean it's not gonna be some over the garden wall lore it's pretty straightforward but like i think that it is one of the best children's movies of all time i remember the way it made me feel i remember the way that it came across to me at such a young age and not only was it like hilarious like the timing the comedy all that shit but like it's such a cool meaning, like, you know, um, how everybody didn't believe in him. And, like, you know, he, he didn't even believe in himself as first. He's like, I don't know why you picked me. And to watch his evolution with just accepting who he is, he's not going to be a tigress kind of dragon warrior. He has to be a Poe kind of dragon warrior. And that was when he was the most successful as the dragon warrior. And I think that um, on top of all of that, it is funny. And the characters are really good. The, you know, emotional, like, relationships and conflicts are really good. Like, you can tell, like, who's pissed and, like, watching uh, Master Shifu form acceptance and love towards Poe. It's just, like, it's so good. Not gonna lie. I got very teary-eyed watching the reason for the story. Like, the whole you. Oh, well, I guess I shouldn't spoil it till we get to that point. But I'm saying, like, being good enough as Yar and stuff like that. I was like, mm-hmm. and like he was so powerful when he did accept himself and just did things the way he needed them to work. I was like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I think that there's certain movies that like you need to wait till your kids are of a certain age to show them. Like, I feel like I go over to some people's house and they have toddlers running around. They may have Kung Fu Panda on and they're just laughing at all the like, you know, slapstick comedy of like the panda bear like falling and, you know, you know, falling and bouncing around on the ground. And I'm just like, I want to show my kids the good movies when they get to at least, like, I would say, like, a 8, 9, 10 years old, like, phase. Because, like, I want I want them to, like, you know, at least wrap their head around, like, what's going on a little bit, you know. And um, I watched it at that prime age where I was, like, also moved by it. Like, you know. It's weird because I watched it at, like, 8, 9, 10. And honestly... I didn't feel as deeply about it as I watched it now. I literally was like, yay, Poe won, and and he didn't need to know anything to win. But I didn't understand what that really meant. Like, you know, oh. the the untapped potential of just believing in yourself can bring you anywhere. Like, I didn't understand that. I was like, 
ah, cool. So he was always good enough. He had some sort of magical ability. Like, I didn't understand, like, the You got reality. that yeah, something age gap on you, so. True. Something about those, like, those, like, children movies that you can enjoy it in your, when you're a child and then when you're an adult rewatching it. I went through, like, a phase of rewatching a bunch of children movies when I was older just to, like, you know, it's a different message. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I still like this movie? Like I did when I was a kid and I'd watch it. And I'd be like, oh my God, this is actually an amazing movie. Why did I ever oh doubt it? There's been some children's movies. Um, I won't name them right now because I'll probably save them for other reviews actually, because I still want to cover them. Um, and I even watched some with Kinsey where I was like, that does not hit the way it did when I, I was this age. Like it just, yeah. I, I even turned to her. I was like, why did I imagine this plot? And she was like, no, I completely imagined this plot too. <laughs> I really liked Caitlin's response to Thumbelina. Not a deep movie, but I really liked her review. On oh, it. I can, I can put myself back in the time and long enough to see from that lens. I, I, you know, it's like a goggle I can put on and off. We were watching, I'll just go ahead and say it, Princess and the Popper, and Kinsey and I full-on imagined a plot when we were children. I was like, do you remember this happening? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I remember that happening. And it didn't happen at all in the movie. It was a completely different plot. And I was like, why do I remember it wrong? It was a bust. It was a horrible plot. That is so funny. It says it's their favorite movie. It's their favorite movie because they also came up with their own plot in their head. I know. It's so weird. Like, it's, it wasn't even a, a vague plot. It was a pretty detailed plot for us kids to be making up in our heads. I know. I know. But I think that, you know, I've seen some, like, I would even say, like, Shrek is definitely a kid's movie that can be enjoyed by adults. And it definitely has that adult twist with jokes that kids don't get. And I think that Kung Fu Panda has jokes for kids that, like, are meant to be understood by kids, but are also funny enough for adults. You know what I mean? It's not, they don't take too many, like, you know adult jabs like i don't know farquad having a boner i don't know <laughs> well Kayla, what were some things you wanted to ask us about the movie um i kind of just wanted to maybe go through like different maybe like it's like almost like different sections of the movie like as the story progresses as well as like talk about like who is your guys's like favorite characters of the five and what did you guys think of maybe each member of the five what did you guys think of the voice acting so like I kind of want to just talk about the movie kind of like in a general review of like, you know, animation, jokes, stories, actors, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know where to start. So if you guys want to help, like. I had told Kinsey that. that I didn't enjoy the movie as much as I did as a child, which was a bummer because when I was a child, this movie was like one of my favorites. I watched all the, the like the, the pre the sequel. I watched the cartoon show that was on Nickelodeon. Like, I was all Confu Panda'd. <laughs> Remember so, when they had their own you, rooms? Yeah, they really changed things up. I'm curious um, as to what do you feel like changed about like enjoying it as a kid versus an adult? Because for me, when I don't enjoy something as an adult, it's almost as if like it felt more enhanced through a children's eye or maybe that story wasn't all the way there. And I still think for me, at least the story still holds up enough. Like maybe it doesn't feel the same way. So I'm just like curious for you what it is. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just like, it's a predictable storyline maybe, or maybe it just wasn't. Yeah. as like, uh, as like new as an adult when I was watching it versus a kid. Yeah. I would say the story is pretty straightforward, especially when you have seen it or know like what's coming or, you know, even when we grow up and we consume more media, I think things become more tropey or predictable. And I, I can, you know, you're like, oh, I know post. Yeah, it's very much like an A to B to C story, you know. 
Yeah, I think that for a children's movie, that's, like, you know, completely fine and acceptable, too. Like, that, you know, children's movies do not have to have the deepest twists and turns. And in a kid's eyes, they're gonna be like, whoa, he's the drag. Whoa, he he did the whooshy finger hole in Thailand. I know what I mean? Like, it's a little more shocking to a kid, maybe. Like, or, like, yeah. maybe it's more on the edge of their seat than an adult would be. Because the adult's kind of like, it's a kid's movie, I can see where it's gonna go. Yeah, I could see, like, some sort of the glamour, like, wearing off um what was the question again it was like how did i feel about it then to how i feel about it now yeah oh well i mean i really like the story i feel like this story actually became more deep to me as an adult um i mean like we get to see Poe struggle and really question himself and figure out like the way he chose to fight and act was like if you think if you put yourself in that universe was really like not a part of the times and very you know avant-garde i'm kidding um like he really had to trust himself because nobody was teaching him how to do the things he would like to do and you can't really do that in your head you have to like kind of experiment with it and feel it out and if it feels right then it's gonna work you know um and i just i love the overall meaning of the story i think it's such a deep meaning and when i saw it i felt like it really resonated with me as an adult I really love the um, background designs and the character designs for this movie. Like, they're so good, especially... I'm not saying good cartoons weren't coming out at the time. I'm just saying, like, they've only amped up character design as we go, except for some of the shitty Disney movies. Um, And I feel like... Like, if you look at, like, Zootopia compared to Kung Fu Panda, I feel like Kung Fu Panda really pushes the animal shape language more. And they still feel like, like, Tiger still feels like a cat when she jumps and runs like a tiger. But then, like, she's got her, you know, anthropomorphic vibe, too. But, like, when I look at Zootopia, it feels less pushed. You know, like, they feel even closer to what real animals look like. And I, I never really liked that about, unless it's Beastars. I like Beastars. <laughs> but, like, if an animal doesn't feel like it can walk like a person and interchange between running like their actual animal yeah. character, like, I don't really like the design. If you're just going to make it like a human body or only kind of operate as a human body, I'm like, and I just love, like, you put the Furious Five together and they make such a phenomenal silhouette. Like, their shape language is so pushed. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like that's the same for other animal movies. So, like, the overall art direction, color palette, background design and like detail put into the story i felt like i was there it almost felt like an animal version of avatar but without the avatar powers yeah and while you're talking about design what did you think of like tigress's like tiger pattern and her eye shape and like the way it almost felt like almost like a painting like i don't know i i loved her you know coat pattern and her design well i'm sure i've said it as my fun fact before but my favorite animal is a tiger if we're talking about real animals because my favorite fake animal is a dragon but my favorite animal is a tiger i literally i would have tiger everything i love tiger so much so when i was young it was my favorite animal then too and when i saw tigers for the first time like she was like this perfect blend of like because they made her a a woman like a, a feminine woman character too like this female character who looked so elegant with her stripes they felt so unique to her but she felt like fierce and independent and strong and just like but i also thought she was so pretty and when i said I had his crush on the snake i meant i like her personality and like same thing with <laughs> I, same thing with tigress i really like her personality and i also had a crush on 
tigress but i also wanted to be her um i just i just love her design it feels threatening but like elegant at the same time very pretty like almost like a flower you can't touch kind of vibe yeah also i'm mad why? I literally went to go look at her designs while you're talking about it, like just obsessing over like her patterns. Like, look at that; it looks like a painting. Why are we getting this kind of art? When I Google it, like all I typed in was "tigers from Kung Fu Panda," and I'm already getting furry fucking porn. Like in in the second yeah, row, this is a children's movie. Like, yeah. what the fuck? This is awful. Anyways, um, I was trying to pull up just her image though, but I completely agree. Like, she's got like the round face of like a cute tiger cap and then also the eyes are fierce like the shape of them she's got this really cool like coat pattern on her head like you know they almost look like paint strokes to me like with a um what are those brushes called kenzie do you remember the names of them um the inking brushes that i've used before fuck i don't remember what they're called they're like real horse hair or something yeah boar hair or something like that um but yeah, definitely a really cool character. I like that she gives off soft and feminine, yet like her shape language, you know, can be sharp when she goes into like battle mode, pretty much, you know, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, She's probably my favorite design out of all of them, too, but all of the five look really cool. I completely agree with that statement as well. I think that yeah, I can um, see myself like having action figures of them just like Poe at the beginning. I was like, that's something <laughs> I would have sitting on my shelf and then posed up yeah um when it comes to the five and i want to ask you guys but like kind of just to throw out a little bit of my voice real quick um i thought tigress was the coolest and i thought i liked that she had a problem with poe not because you know she wanted to be mean to him or hateful it was more of a like what have you done to earn this title like you haven't done anything and it's almost like a she didn't disrespect him but she just didn't respect him in a dragon warrior way and then I liked that Viper was always nice to him and sweet. I like in, in my toxic ship book, Viper in Poe scenes where she was nice to him. I was like, oh, she's sweet. And my kid brain was like, ship. But anyways, um, Crane, I liked that he wasn't terribly mean. And, I, and when I was a kid, I thought he was nice. And now when I'm an adult, I realized how a, like he just didn't care for Poe. He's like, yeah, this is my room. I kind of want to be alone. It was like a respectful like yeah, can you please leave me the fuck alone? Like, he, he wasn't, like, fuck off, but he also was like, I don't like you, you know? So I actually Hard thought he was... <laughs> he's, like, trying to tell him to, like, you know, um, buzz off without being a douchebag, but it's also he's like, I'm not your bro. friend. He's giving you yeah, he's like, he doesn't like you. Um, and then Crane, uh, or Mantis and Monkey just made fun of him, you know? Yeah, what was I gonna say? I know we just talked about tigers, but, um, when I was younger, I thought she was so much more mean to him, and watching it now, definitely I agree with you. I I kind of felt like the whole dragon warrior kind of vibe was actually supposed to be like a theme that anybody could be the dragon warrior, as long as you just believe in yourself kind of thing. Like, there's not just one, but like, it's, it's like, um shipped off as if there's only one, but like, it's it's like they're tricking you. Like, you learn the lesson, you realize that there's not just one, you know, girl when you're when you're talking about like the dragon warrior and the concept of it behind the show i think it's so funny because you told me that story of you know that lady who said it was a sign aka like her item didn't ring up and she said well it's a sign i'm not gonna get it when poe fell from the sky in front of tigris that's all Uguay did he said the universe has given us the dragon warrior he fell 
Talking about it is not astrological as fuck. I thought about the exact same thing when that happened. I was like, first of all, he came up on fireworks. He landed in the center of the stage. Of course he's the dragon warrior. Like, that's the biggest... My fucking astrology bitch, I was like, that's the biggest sign that he is the person. Well, when I was a kid, I was just like, this old man crazy, because clearly he was about to point at Tigris, and clearly all of that was an accident, but like, he's somebody that believes in the universe and the signs, and that the universe is going to intervene, and, you know, even if you think you know what you were going to pick, he's like, this is what the universe wanted me to pick. Like, fucking chills, literally, like, like you said, with the whole woman checking out, like, he was going to pick Tigris, but the universe put something in front of him and said, no, pick this instead. And he went, he trusted the universe. Just like that bitch, she said, no, I don't want it. I was like, but I can ring it up now. She's like, no. Universe said no. Yeah. I, I, God. It gives me chills too now because when I was a kid, I did not take it that way like because I just didn't understand the universe yet or like at least the concept behind it. And he totally was like, listen, whatever the universe is sending us. And then when you look at it, when Tai Lung went to go do his, like, special move thing, it couldn't affect Poe because he was so fat. <laughs> you, about, what was that man's name? What's the turtle's name? I always forget. Uguay. Master Uguay. 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 Can we talk about how Uguay just up and died? Like, when I was a kid, I didn't like that either. Like I, I love like, that fucking meme, though, of him saying, my time has come, and he gives the, the fucking staff to uh, Shifu, and people have redone that so many times. Like, I know it's an iconic scene, I, but I love I the meme. I don't know what it is about. I think it's because it happened so quickly that as a kid and as an adult, I'm just like, no. You died too quickly. Like you had to have at least said you weren't doing well. Like why did he just show up on the on the mountain and you're like, oh, it's ten o'clock. Time to go. It's time to go. Burst into a bunch of sacrifice. In in this world of the universe and like you know, kung fu has like a balance of like you know letting stuff flow through you, energy flow through you. So like. You know, and, and I feel like it all ties down to, like, you know, even real world, like, universal um, beliefs. And I think that the timing of it, when Shifu said, Tai Long broke out of prison, like, what are we going to do, Master Ugwe? It was like this thrust, like, you know, my time has come. You're the master now. Train Poe. Treat him well. I have to go. Because he was still relying and arguing with Master Ugwe too much. He was like, I don't trust this decision of yours. And... I don't know what to do. Tai Lung's going to destroy the village, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, my time has come. I'm a dip. Good luck. And it, it like, it forced Master Shifu to, you know, evolve as a master and to just like trust the universe. Yeah, it definitely felt like some um, universal shit, which the turtle man, Mr. Ugwe, was totally cool with. He's like, oh, I mean, I thought I was going to be here a little longer, but I guess not. And he just busted up and left. And it is so symbolic of Master Shifu needing to, like, you know, maybe be a little bit more open-minded and trust the universe's signs and not so, like, logical, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, an anxiety-ridden, you know, um, person. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, his, he raised Tai Long and it didn't work out. And even Master Ugwe was like, you wasted your time because this man doesn't have a good heart and he's not going to be the Dragon Warrior. And I think he, yeah, he second guesses himself where he's like not trusting the universe and not like, you know, trusting signs. And even the idea of this like emotional person, like a former son come back, like who has an evil heart. You know what I mean? It's just like he's he's got a lot of anxiety, a lot of untapped anxiety. 
I know you already mentioned this, but I feel like in my head, an anime scene like is uh, er- erected when. <laughs> That's not a good word. It's created <laughs> when I think about Ty. What's his name? Ty Lung. Yeah. Ty Lung and Tigress, where he's been gone for years and he shows up and it's snowing and he has a hat on, kind of like the man from um, Mulan. Mm-hmm. He's a part of the. What was, were they part of the Huns? Yeah. 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 Like it's it's giving that vibe where he's at the top of like a hill and Tigress is like why'd you leave? Like, I care about you so much. And she's like, why'd you do this to yourself? And he's like, you know, I still have care for you too, Tigress, but if you get in my way, I'll hurt you. Like, these, like, forbidden enemy lovers, like, they're about to fight to the death, but they actually really like each other. Like, that's what I think about when I think about them. Well, I think it's funny because his dream about the dragon warrior being the dragon warrior um, was very anime inspired. But when I was a kid, I was just like, what is this dramatic ass cinematography? Like the, you know, I'm the dragon warrior. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was also going to mention on the topic of Shifu that I think it's funny that he's a fucking red panda and he like roasts Poe for being a panda. That is pretty funny. I never knew that. Shifu was a red. Yeah, I didn't know that. He looks more like a chinchilla the way that they made his body. <laughs> chinchilla. He does not look like a red panda. I always thought he was a chinchilla. Mm-hmm. But that it makes is sense, though. He's like complaining. He's like, you need to lose some weight, you fat panda, because I'm panda and I'm skinny. But realistically, it's just because he's a smaller panda. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Master Ukwe turns into cherry blossoms and floats the fuck away. It's so ma- the, the most majestic <laughs> fucking like losing your master scene ever. So cool. It is. When I was a kid though, Kinsey, when that scene happened, my jaw dropped. I was like, and the music was so good. I was like, he's not the fuck dying right now. I was there. Caitlin, <laughs> I was there with you in our minds. Cause when that scene pulled up in the movie theater, I was like, I, I thought that it was like a joke and like later we were gonna see him like walking around not actually dead. Yeah, his time came. You he floated away. that you're autistic to me all the time when you say shit like that. Like, <laughs> only an autistic would be like, maybe that's just how he leaves a room. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been a funny joke if like at the end of the movie they were in the village and he was just like walking in the background. Um, I wanted to ask you guys before we like talk plot by plot, you know, um, about the voice acting. Like, um, you have Jack Black as you know Poe, which is hilarious, Amazing. and then you have Jackie Chan as the monkey. You have Angelina Jolie as Tigress, and then like, uh, I mean, I I could go on and on, but overall, like, I feel like uh, for a celebrity dubbed movie, usually I complain about those because like you know they just mm-hmm. slap a celebrity's name on it, and the celebrity's like. Yeah. Wow. You know whose voice oh, no. I didn't like? What? You know whose voice I didn't like? Who? Was it Seth Rogen's? Who, who did Seth Rogen voice? The Mantis. No, I have no problem with that. Okay. I didn't like the bad guy. What's his name? Ty Long. Didn't like it. I thought it could be better. I, honestly, when I rewatched it as an adult, I just thought it was slightly unfitting. They yes. could have made it a little more scary and a little more Hun-like or a little bit more just like dangerous. He sounded like a bratty kid that didn't get what he wanted and that was it. I agree. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was so afraid of what Tai Lung looked like that it didn't matter what his voice was going to sound. Yeah. I was like, I'm afraid. But as an adult, I agree. 
Wow, it's so funny you brought that up because when I was rewatching, um, it's funny I didn't re- not re- have the time to rewatch this movie. I thought it was available on streaming devices because I swear to God I saw it on Netflix. But I did go back and watch as many like I watched a recap and then I watched as many as my favorite scenes as possible. So when I heard Tai Long's voice, I was surprised. I, it's so funny bringing that up. I was like, I remember him sounding way scarier. But it's because the vibe, it was so terrifying as a kid that you were just like, it doesn't matter what this man sounds like or how he moves, I'm terrified. But then you're an adult and you're like, why do you sound like that? That's the thing. Like if a grown man approached me and he like was like a Torah built man and he sounded funny, I'd be like, actually I'm not it's like, a, it's like a big car with a silly beep, you know? Yeah, yeah. The fucking yeah. design and the cinematography did all the work, and then that man it's, was just his voice. It's true. <laughs> like Kaylin's completely right about that because the atmosphere when he would enter the room and the music that would be playing and like the way they positioned him and the composition on the screen like listen he could have had a little baby voice and i still would have been afraid of him yeah i think what's really cool about his character too is like the stakes were built so fucking high this man was in like an ultra secure prison there was lore yeah, about him busted out he, busted like, out. he beat the five and then that battle between him and Shifu was so, like, it was a really cool fight. It was, like, some Naruto Sasuke shit with, like, the fucking Kung Fu, and he ends up beating Shifu, and then when Poe shows up, like, imagine if you didn't get those scenes with him beating the five and beating Shifu first. Why am I getting chills about uh, Panda? Like, you don't get it. Like, uh, Poe had just fucking started. He just started. The only thing this man had with fighting Tai Lung was believing in himself. Some Naruto yeah. bullshit. Like, I would have been scared shitless if I saw the town fucked up, the Furies 5 fucked, Shifu almost dead. Like, as Poe, po, <laughs> like, I don't know how Poe kept it together. I would have been very Man's scared. Man's walked back up those stairs and he was like, I figured it out. And then he was like, oh shit, we're in battle. <laughs> yeah. And I love that the, I mean, we're jumping ahead and we can jump back too, but I was just going to say I love that fight too, but we'll, co- we'll come back to the fight because I feel like we, you know, it's a very simple streamlined plot. It's easy to get through like that. But mm-hmm. I agree with you about the voice acting of Tai Lung. Um, and I also like that he distributes the behaviors of somebody that like, kind of like you said, is bratty and didn't get what he wanted because like he was raised and told his whole childhood. He's like, you're going basically like, you're going to be a doctor someday, like blah, blah, blah. And he worked hard. He trained. He like, and Shifu taught him everything. He didn't hold back with Tai Lung, which is why you know, when Shifu develops, like, an anxiety disorder, does not teach the five everything because it didn't, you know, it obviously made a really dangerous person. And when Ukwe was like, I can sense, you know, evil in his heart, like, I don't, you know, think he's gonna work out, he fully blew up. So it's like, it's interesting, because I wonder what would have happened if you would have just given him what he wanted, and if the evil would have shown up later, you know? Well, what I find very interesting about that comment is that at the time when I was a kid, when Uguay said that, I felt like Uguay was just being a bitch or, like, for some reason didn't like Tai Lung because, you know, he seemed really sweet when he was a little kid. But now, as we've mentioned before, I think Uguay is literally the definition of, like, an old person who really trusts the universe and can really read energy. And I think somebody can give off, like, malefic energy or like malicious energy it's even, like some even of aquarius they... sun uh, or, or i mean some airy sun aquarius rising shit 
like just like i feel like you can sense somebody is a little not right up in the head before they do acts that are dangerous like even if he didn't have like the negative like presented right here i think that he could tell like at one point you like you don't have the right morals to behold this yeah like he wanted the dragon war stuff for the wrong reasons anyway so yes he would have gotten it 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 doesn't even seem like he would have handled it very well you know yeah Um, and when i was a kid i just really didn't understand how ugwe could even known that but now i can see why he saw what i think is like really cool too about trusting in the universe is you really don't know anything and i think that ugwe has this sense of like i'm going to let go control that i like i feel like like almost like let's say the story with adopting tai long went like this like maybe it was so emotional and so like significant to shifu that he felt like it was a universal thing like you brought this amazing little creature into my life my son like there's no way he can't be the chosen one like the way that he fell into my life everything like fell perfectly and then for it to not work out for shifu it caused him to not trust in his decisions not trust in the universe's decisions and like i think ugwe like he is a master but then it's almost like he's like i know nothing and the universe you know you you really can't control it and i don't know what's going to happen all i know is to follow the signs and go with the flow and you know I, he, you're right because of that he can read energy better and he just like oh, let fuck? himself go it's like he gets more power by letting more go why do i feel like i'm gonna cry from this fucking kung fu panda movie like, <laughs> dead ass out you worded it perfectly i don't think Ugwe knows anything i think well i think he knows things but i'm saying i don't think he is this magical person who can predict things i think he pays attention to the signs around him that the universe is giving him and he was shown signs that Tai Lung wasn't it. You know? Wasn't there that yeah. scene? Can somebody remind me? Because like I said, I watched as many recaps as I could because I just couldn't rent the movie or in time or watch it in time. What scene was it where he goes, I don't know. What was that? What was the question? Oh, <laughs> um, I, it was right before he was dying. He was basically saying that like, he doesn't make, there's no such thing as mistakes. And he was saying like, well, then why did like this happen? Like, why did the universe do that? And he was just like, I don't know exactly gosh that's so funny i didn't even remember like that part and we were sitting here talking about his character in that regard that like yeah he just doesn't know he knows he a talked lot. very heavily throughout the film like he said so many times like at least three or four different times like there's no such thing as mistakes i don't know why things happen they just happen that way and i just trusted it and i go with it like mm-hmm. mistakes aren't a thing also you just brought up like you know, one of the most iconic quotes too, which I know is not like a quote from the movie, but it's when I first heard it, but that um, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, and today's the present, which is why it's called a gift. Yeah, today's I, a gift, I Which that. is why it's called the present. Or, or, or today's a gift, which is why it's called, but you're right. I got a little wrong, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a good quote. They did good. Yeah, he, he talked very heavily on stuff like that. I mean, Every time, like, I think when the when, when Poe was like, why'd you pick me? It was a mistake. He was like, not nah, a mistake. And when, what's the little the little red panda's name again? Shifu. When Shifu was like, why'd you do this? You did that. And he's like, again, there's no such thing as mistakes. And he went really heavy on that. Oh my god. Why has that got, like, some of the most, like, universally deep plots for a movie? Not, I'm not gonna say emotionally deep. That's a different thing. But, like, spiritually, like, it's a pretty deep, like, meaning. Yeah. You know? No, that's literally, like, I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know that Kung Fu Panda would 
would be teaching me the same shit that I'm. <laughs> this is the stuff that we talk about all the time, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I he like actually that. said there was no such thing as accident. That's what it was. No mistakes. He said there's no such thing as an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they kept saying like this can't be right because like when they were getting to know Poe, he was extremely clumsy, very goofy, like you know. And the thing is, is he appreciated Kung Fu. He was a huge fan of Kung Fu, but like, you know, just who he is as a person, like, just, it didn't align with the traditional sense of, like, who should do Kung Fu, which, God, we're basically talking about Ratatouille now, but like, you know, anybody can do Kung Fu, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that um, even though he was a fan of it, like, he appreciated it. It wasn't just, like, fangirling. It was, like, he had a true like love for the art and like he knew a lot of nerdy facts about it so it's like you know what they saw at first is just like this you know nerd they're like this nerd who you know can't even like do one push-up yeah and that's that they didn't hate him they were just like you shouldn't be here mm-hmm. and they tried to give him hope like that one scene when the free mantis was giving him the acupuncture and the snake was in there like they tried like being nice to him and everything and trying to give him some sort of hope, but it was more like, uh, why haven't you left yet? Like, what's different about you when like we've been making your life hell? And like they were starting to realize like he's not gonna leave. There's a yeah. reason. I think um, what's cool about Poe's journey is there's like a traditional um, hero's journey where the hero acquires knowledge, acquires treasure to rise above where he was before and to yeah. beat the bad guy. And this movie kind of comes full circle because, like, he does learn a bit of Kung Fu from Shifu, but, like, he had to learn that secret to come back all the way around that, like, he can't change entirely as a person. He has to accept and believe in himself as he is in order to beat Tai Lung. Like, that step has to happen. Um, Which, if you think about it, that's the knowledge and the treasure. You know, uh, you, you watch, like, I don't know, like some sort of knight's journey where he has to go learn from the wizard and then grab a sword and then he gets to defeat the dragon. It's like, it's more of a leveling up. It's not really like, you know, this movie, I feel like it's like about finding peace and finding acceptance and, you know, yeah. faith. It's and like, like, and the fact that like everyone's journey is different. So it's like, he had to accept that his journey wasn't going to be the same. But he's uh, still going to get where he needs to be. And they were like, oh, <laughs> and they were like, <gasps> I can't do this! Kids, in the first half of the movie, you know? Like, the acupuncture, like, the ways that they were trying to train him, you're right, like, they were trying to train him the way that the five were. And then Shifu's like, I have to train you with food, because that's the this only thing that's going to motivate your ass. This is going to be Kinsey all day listening to Hosea's album after this podcast. <laughs> I feel like my brain's not gonna turn off. I'm just like, oh Let's no, see, you're right. I mean, Poe. All was- you have to do is remind yourself, Kinsey, is that the path that you see everyone else is not necessarily the path for you. Yeah, and Poe was the dragon warrior. He exactly. He started off as a little years. shop with his little dad working for noodles, and Wait, he, we didn't talk about that at all. He he was he was blessed with an opportunity that was not a mistake. An opportunity that was meant for him that was given to him. To become the dragon warrior. Let me tell you guys. I don't know if you huh. Kinsey knows who Cass's shorts are on like the fucking. Yeah, I found Cass actually. If you haven't seen the Kung Fu Panda one, it starts out with him and his dad's noodle shop, but he's the untitled Goose Game Goose running around honking. I've seen it. I thought that was so fucking funny. Um, oh why gosh. is it that Poe's father makes me emotional every time I watch the movie? 
Like, I know. He loves him so much. Does I have questions about his father. Yeah. Poe is obviously adopted. Yeah, yeah. that's like confirmed. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you gotta watch the sequels, girl. <laughs> I know, but it's so funny because they don't talk about it in the sense of him being adopted. I know, like, and it's so funny because he's you'll like, you'll have, have the dream, just like you. I had the dream, just like my father had the dream. It's a, it's a family thing, and I'm like, but, but he's clearly that's, a little different. That's um, Mariah telling me. That's no, that's me and Mariah. Where I'm like, you're a part of my family now, and she's black and I'm white, and I'm like, we are <laughs> sisters. We are related. Like I don't. Yeah, tell you. but the same but different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. When I was a kid, the joke of like. I have something to tell you. Something I should have told you a long, long time ago. Like, you know, and he's like, the noodle dream or the secret ingredient to the noodles. Like, I don't know. It was I funny. Know. And I was like, why are we talking like this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was, I remember seeing the sequels. I don't remember a lot of them, but I, I just find his relationship with his father so funny. Like the way his father, she's like, nope, this is our life. This is what we do. We make noodles. We sell noodles. Come on, get, get, get. And then that scene when he comes back to him and he's like, dad, and he hugs him and you're like, oh my God, they're hugging. And he just puts the apron on him. I was like, damn it. I think that's another thing with Destiny is it's like, you know, um, another reason he was the chosen one. One, he was having dreams about being the dragon warrior because he had an autistic hyperfixation on kung fu and just never had a chance to really train in it or like be exposed to it. And again, universally designed, that's the exact hero that would be able to defeat Tai Lung and save the Valley of Peace. So it was just like, you know, perfect aligning. Yeah. So that's why Uguay trusted. He's like, I don't know who you are. Don't know your background. Don't know where we're going. But right now I'm pointing at you. That's a sign. Damn. Dang. Damn. Um, and then, uh, I don't know if you guys are ready to talk about, like, the, the finale fight. I kind of paused it because we were going through the story a little quick, but we could talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying that I love that after those dramatic-ass fights of, like, these scary-ass, you know, massacres of the five and Shifu that Poe's fight ended up being so funny. Like, it was, like, just, like, Tai Lung couldn't even, like, catch a breath. He's like, I hit you, and then you are fat, so you bounce back and, like, hit me back, and I'm just surprised. Which I find very funny, because the whole thing to get Poe to train was to eat, and if he eats a lot, he gains more weight and can continue to use that way of fighting, you know? like Also, when he was trying to climb that wall to get the scroll, he imagined it being a dumpling, so, and then he said the scroll's giving him power, and he's like, oh no. And I think it's so funny because, again, that's just who Poe is, and he's learned to believe in himself and to, you know, trust himself. And that's only a thing that Poe can do, is to, uh, like, let food motivate him. And he imagined it being a dumpling. So I think it was funny that Tai Lung thought that he had unlocked some superpowers from the scroll, you know? He's like, what did you fucking, you know, do? I know, I loved at that moment when they realized, like, he was, like, depressed eating, and he was like... You know, a monkey keeps cookies up there, and then he turns around, he turns back around, he's already up there, and he's like, I think I'm onto something. And it is just another reminder, like, you know, everyone works differently or works in different ways and are motivated differently. He's like, I think that was good for him to realize. Right <laughs> yeah, I think it was good for him to realize, like, I can't train everyone the same way. Just because it worked for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. I know. I love that Shifu kind of comes back around because at the end of the movie, he talks about finding peace finally. And, like, realizing what it is to be a master and like at the end you know when you think he died for a second and he's like Shh, i just i need rest and peace like he's like I, I i found peace 
and Poe's like trying to talk to him and he's like shh peace is silent and he's like that's like hungry that's like so sad because like in Naruto the third Hokage the third Hokage um trained um Jiraiya Tsunade and Orochimaru and you know Orochimaru turned bad and the third Hokage always like had a tough time forgiving himself about that Mm. and they have a fight if Kaylin would watch the fucking show she could get to it a little closer because it's really right around the the corner it's right around the corner it's such a good fight too okay third Hokage is the old man right Mm mm-hmm Man, he really said, yeah, I'll take care of your guys' son. He's like, here's your apartment, some ramen, good luck, bye. I know, there's lots of memes. Pay your rent. (laughs) Pay your rent, but live your life. Do something (laughs) with it. Um, Yeah, I can see lots of influences from anime, which, aka, I watched this fucking movie before I started watching anime, and I just think it's so funny that, like, a fucking emotional or spiritual like journey for an individual like i don't know that that's my shit right there i don't care about like superhero movies really i i, I don't care about anything really like just anime it's just anime mm-hmm. <laughs> that's our inside joke for reasons um yeah, did you guys like that Shifu was, you know, coming around full circle like that Mariah Kinsey? Yeah. I think Shifu's a good guy. At the end of the day, I didn't really, like, hate him. I could, maybe it's my Virgo Moon, but, like, logically, I was like, you know, if I was him, I'd have a tough time training Poe, too. I'd be like, girl, what the fuck do I do? Like, where do I even start? Yeah, I think the fact that he's, like, older and he's only learned one way and it's worked every single time... You know, like, if it's working, why change it? You know, so he was probably like, clearly you're just not meant to be if it worked with the last six people. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean. I think he had to have more faith, just like uh, the turtle guy told him to. I think that was the biggest thing. He just didn't have faith in, like, anyone that didn't fit this standard role. And he was like, yeah, there's no accents. You need to have faith in, like, in in Poe, just like I do. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll try I know. I think he needed to lose Master Ugwe in order to like discover how to be a master himself. Like, like kind of almost like he was relying on it too much. Like, you know, he's like, obviously this man knows more than me, and I can trust him. And he's like, nope, gotta trust yourself. Goodbye. I know, because like yeah. his advice was good, so he would just like lean on it and always go to him. And he's like, no, my time is. and even though we were so mad about it as kids that like he didn't have to die like it felt so unnecessary as a child but like when you look at it in the lens of how the story is told it's like so necessary for his growth you know bro i'm literally my brain is literally gonna fucking burst right now (laughs) i have you watch the movie this weekend too you're going off of your memory too no i rented it on youtube oh dang just I have I no money. It was a baby. It's a little baby. I just was like, damn. I, I thought I had seen it around on Netflix, and maybe it was, and it got taken down, but I felt like I'd seen it around on Netflix, so I was disappointed when it wasn't on there. Um, My favorite parts of Cass's thing was the goose honking, and also when Ugwe dies, actually. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, 
those are two the two funniest parts because I liked how Uguay goes, ah, ah, which is actually just turtle noise when they have sex. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the ending. The village respects Poe finally. I like the full circle with like the five actually like bowing to him because they're like, "Yep, you did it. You proved us wrong," you know, and like finally gave him respect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a simple story. I was, you know, worried about, like, us getting through it quickly, but there isn't, like, um, twists and turns and lore that you can come up with kind of, like, over the garden wall, like, super deep, crazy conspiracies. It's very straightforward, so. Mariah and Kinsey, would you guys share this with any of your friends, family, or strangers? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I would say the people around me have probably already watched it, so... I'd have to like share it to younger people just because they probably haven't seen it, but I think it's a really cute movie and it's a good movie to pass the time. Got a good message in it. Mm-hmm. I think Caden would love this movie if I showed I it to him. He's seen it already. I don't know. He does this weird thing where he goes through phases when you show him a movie where he'll watch the same movie for a month. Like he watched Garfield for a month straight. It's like that. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like I would know if he watched Kung Fu Panda by now. Okay. I think he's autistic if he's gonna watch a movie for a month. He kind of rotates it through. It was like the Sonic movie for a while, Garfield. Um, what was the other the one that he thing. watched for a while? I don't know, but okay. it's like a thing. Oh, Boss Baby, when he was younger, Boss Baby was something he watched for like two months straight. Oh, I would Did y'all know I was obsessed with Garfield like intensely? When yeah, I was we did. I did. I had. I liked I Otis. I, of course you would. I liked Garfield. Like, Kate and I are literally Garfield and Otis duo. (laughs) Mariah's normal because he's a literal psychopath. Like, actually, I could see it being the other way around, too. I could see Mariah being Garfield and you being normal. Normal is just Chowder, by the way. Why didn't you name Chowder normal? I told you that was one of the options. I was like, he kind of looks like normal. Well, Kenzie, what are you sharing with us next week? Yo, where's my list at? We could talk about Naruto. Yeah, I can watch some Naruto. That's on Netflix. How how far do I need to watch? Probably the typical five episodes. Yeah, I'd watch five episodes, and you know, it's long as fuck, so. Right. I say, I've, I've seen, like, episodes. I just don't know if I've seen, like, the first five, you know, so that's fine. Cool beans. It says here that they have the Over the Garden Wall new DVD for... $17.99 on walmart.com. Damn, maybe I'll buy that. Yeah. Uh, Naruto sounds like a move. I watched it with my brother. It's his favorite anime after One Piece. Oh, currently out of stock. Holy shit. So I'm excited to break down Naruto. Did, how much of Naruto did you watch, Mai? Um, I watched episodes. I don't, I don't know, like, episode numbers or orders. I've watched, like, chunks of it with my brother. Like, when you guys talk about the Rock, Rock Lee fight, like, I've seen that so many times with Elijah. Um, you know that Gara was my favorite. Um, so, obviously, enough to realize I liked Gara. Yeah, but that's a good ass. That's a good pick. So, I have not watched. I've never, I've never sat down and watched it front to back. I've just seen big chunks with my brother. So, I'm excited to break it down, Kinsey. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, you know... There'll be a lot to talk about, and that was my first anime, so I'll just say all the stuff I like about it, and then like maybe see what you guys like about it. Mm-hmm.